What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. This is the Ransom Bodies Project, the number one podcast in the world for men who are looking to take their lives to the next level. Today's podcast is going to it's going to be a breakthrough for a lot of you guys. This has been a very, very highly requested topic and also a very like high frequency conversation that I've been having with a lot of people. A lot of people at the DMs, my clients, especially as we enter into the holiday season, especially as we are tempted by foods that we love and foods we enjoy. All right. So today's podcast is about overcoming your sweet tooth problem, how to overcome your desire for sweets, how to overcome your desire for unhealthy foods, and how to really just break through to the next level. Because believe it or not, I wouldn't say I still struggle with this, but this is something that I have battled with in my life is sweets. I would consider myself, or at least a few years ago, I would have considered myself someone who has a quote-unquote sweet tooth. Having a sweet tooth is something that a lot of people would say they struggle with or say that they have. You know, and even for myself, I love sweets. I love uh, my favorite. My favorite sweets would be ice cream. I used to eat ice cream all the time. I love waffles. I love candy. My favorite candy is Sour Patch Watermelon, right? Like I know these things off the top of my head. My favorite ice cream, it's called a Tillamook ice cream. Um, I love the mudslide ice cream. And so my one of my favorite desserts and actually one of the things on the top of my list of foods I want to eat after I compete in the biggest natural bodybuilding show in the entire world, Worlds, which is in um, 11 days from now. One of the things on my list of foods I want to eat is Tillamook ice cream, right? I know exactly what I'm going to eat. So I feel you. I'm in your same shoes. I love sweets. Even the more shredded I got, the more seasoned I am in fitness, my love for sweets never went away. And I think that's something that a lot of people will tell you is they're like, yo, the more the more you do this thing, the more you stay on your diet, the easier it's going to be to you know resist these foods. And for me, like when I have a client join my program and they struggle with this same issue as well, they're like, man, Trent, I eat ice cream every single night. They're like, I eat a lot of candy. I eat a lot of chips. I eat a lot of sweets, whatever it is. Maybe you, you have a lot of sugary Starbucks drinks. My first answer to it isn't like, oh, you need better discipline or you need better willpower or you need better self-control. Because I truly believe that the problem isn't self-control, okay? So if you have a sweet tooth problem, if you love certain foods, you don't need to just grit and grind it out and just resist. Like resistance is not going to work, okay? Resistance is not going to work if you're trying to overcome one of your vices, if you're trying to overcome one of your, your problem areas in terms of the foods you like. Any type of resistance isn't going to work because at the end of the day, you're still going to enjoy and you're still going to like those foods. Yeah, you're going to be able to resist it for a certain amount of time. Maybe you can resist having ice cream for 30 days. You go through a 30-day challenge. But after the 30 days, what you're going to find out is that you still want ice cream just as much as you did before the 30 days. None of that stuff changed. And so the reality of you actually resisting food 
for the rest of your life is very slim. Some people can do it. Some people have the willpower. Awesome. But for most of you guys listening to this podcast right now, you do not, you will never, including myself, I put myself in this category, you will never have the actual grit and you'll never have the actual quote unquote self-control to resist the foods for the rest of your life. You will be able to do it for a specific amount of time, but not for the rest of your life, okay? And so what do we do if I can't resist my food that I really love for the rest of my life, but I know that this is a problem for me. I know this is one of the reasons I haven't been able to lose weight. I know this is one of the reasons why I haven't been able to get shredded. How do I go about this? So you crush your diet through the entire day. You're eating super clean. You crush your diet, blah, 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 blah. You hit your macros. But right when you get off work, right when you finish dinner, this is when you fall. It's the last two hours of your day, the period between 8 to 10 p.m., the period between 9 to 10 p.m., the period between 10 to 12 p.m. That is when you are most susceptible to falling off track of your diet, right? Just nod your head if that's you. If you're listening to this right now and that's you, the most difficult part of following your diet is the last two hours every day. The reason why this is the most difficult part of your diet is because this is the slowest part of your day, right? So... For most of us, at the end of the day, you don't have any messages to respond to. Maybe you're just sitting on the couch, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Reels. Uh, You're watching your favorite episode of Netflix on TV. You're really tired. You had a long, exhausting day at work. You're just just exhausted. And so you get to the end of the day, and your willpower and your self-control are at its all-time low. And then on top of that, you're very bored. Or maybe you're not bored, but you're just chilling. You're turned off. You tuned out for the day, right? You walk to the kitchen, you step into the kitchen, you're a little hungry because you just had dinner like two hours ago. So now the hunger is starting to kick in, but you already hit all your macros for the day, right? And so you open up your pantry and you're like, hmm, what can I eat? That's a little easy for me to have. You open up your freezer, you're like, hmm, what can I eat? Boom. The Tillamook ice cream is staring at you right in the face. The ice cream's there, right? The, the candy's there. The beer is there, whatever your sweet tooth is. And so you're like, oh, whatever. I'll just have a couple bites. Not a big deal. A couple bites turn into couple bowls, right? couple bowls turns into doing it every single night. Now, every single night, this has become a habit and you find yourself spoonfuls deep in the ice cream every single night because you're so bored at night. So how do we go about this? Or maybe it's the same thing for you on the weekends, right? So maybe on the weekends, it's your day off on Saturday. And so you're sitting at home on Saturday, just chilling, hanging out. So because you're bored, you eat. Don't confuse. If you're taking notes, write this down. Don't confuse boredom for a lack of self-control, okay? You're just bored. So because you're bored, you just go to food, right? That's just what it is. So you don't have a self-control problem, you just have a boredom problem. And so what we have to do is we have to manage this problem with you being bored towards the end of the day. And how do I know that this is the case for you? Because you are fine throughout the, the whole entire day, right? When you're at work, you don't struggle with this because you're not bored, because you're busy, you're staying occupied. And one of the things I've learned throughout this bodybuilding prep and getting ready for my show is, is I want to try to keep myself as busy as possible. When I'm hungry and if I'm working and if I'm serving my clients, if I'm creating content, whatever it is, I'm fine. But it's the moments when I'm not doing anything, when I'm sitting on my couch and I'm chilling that are the most difficult. And I'm sure you could relate, right? I'm sure you can relate. And so one of the best ways to fix this problem with our quote unquote sweet tooth is number one, to fix our boredom problem. So if you struggle late at night, I think one of the easiest ways to overcome this is just to start going to bed earlier. There is no reason if you work a regular nine to five, that you should be up later than 10 p.m. Why are you up so late at night? You're up till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night doing what? You know what I mean? Like we gotta start 
asking ourselves these, like, what am I doing at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night? You know, it's kind of like, I remember my mom would always tell me this when I was in high school. She's like, nothing good happens after 11 o'clock at night. There's no reason why you should be out that late, right? My mom would always tell me that in high school, but it's so true. Like, what are you doing after 11 o'clock at night? Why are you staying up so late? Do you really need to watch three episodes of Netflix on TV? And so I think the first way to fix this, I'm only talking to dudes who are serious about getting in shape, who are serious about transforming their life. If that's you, then keep listening. If not, then I would go find another another podcast episode to listen to, right? So if you're serious about getting into the best shape of your life, and this is your biggest crutch, this is your biggest problem, you need to go to bed one hour earlier and wake up one hour earlier, all right? Just watch one less episode of TV. Then you don't have to worry about this problem of being bored so late at night, okay? So first and foremost, I need to fix my problem with boredom. Secondly, I need to stop labeling myself as someone who has a sweet tooth. Because you sit, you walk around, you play the victim card, you label yourself, oh, I have a sweet tooth, I have a sweet tooth, I have a sweet tooth, I love sweets, I love, you keep literally declaring that over yourself. Why are you labeling yourself as someone who has a sweet tooth? You do not have a sweet tooth. You have a boredom problem, right? Big difference. I love sweets just like you, but I've created systems in my life where I'm able to still eat them and not feel guilty and still eat them and not be able to, you know, lose track or get off, get off progress. So you do not have a sweet tooth. Stop labeling yourself as someone who has a sweet tooth. You're just someone who likes sweets. Like the reality is who doesn't like sweets? I can almost guarantee that every single person on this training likes sweets in one way or another. Like you like them. I like them too. That's not the problem. The problem is the boredom problem. The problem is your relationship with food problem. There's a lot of other things that go on, right? So if if you're already going to bed earlier, number one, go to bed one hour earlier or go to bed 30 minutes earlier. That's going to help out a ton. The second thing is to push one of your meals back till later in the day. I had a conversation with one of my clients about this last week. He was telling me he struggles late at night with eating. And I said, how about we just push like your meal three or your snack in the afternoon to nighttime? Eat it at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. There's nothing wrong with eating food at night. I eat food uh, after 9 o'clock every single day. And look at me. So I still look good, right? Push one of your meals to that time frame. And so instead of eating a snack in the afternoon or instead of eating a a mid-morning snack, pull that snack, put it at night. Therefore, now you're having a protein shake at night versus a protein shake in the afternoon. Big difference, I'm telling you, because your self-control in the afternoon might be a lot better than your self-control at night. So why not, instead of eating that snack in the afternoon, push it towards the nighttime when you have less self-control? Boom, boom, just switch up your meals. And if that's not the case, if that doesn't work for you, then maybe you need to skip breakfast or not even skip breakfast, but push your breakfast back. This has been a very effective tool for myself is sometimes when I'm eating very low calories, I will push my breakfast to like 10 o'clock. It's not fat. I wouldn't call it fasting, but I just give myself an extra hour or two of meals where I'm just pushing myself in the morning because it's so much easier for me to resist eating in the morning. So I push my breakfast back to like 10 o'clock, right? Then I'm able to eat my meals every two to three hours. And by the time I'm done with the day, it's already nine o'clock. So it's just a rearranging of your meals that you have to do. All right. And then last but not least, I think this is one of my favorite ones, is save some extra calories for a nighttime treat. Save some extra calories for a nighttime treat. So your problem is you're eating all of your food, you're getting till the end of the day, and you're maxed out on your calories and macros by 8 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? You get to 8 o'clock at night, and you already hit your macros and calories, but you're still hungry. 
you're still hungry. So if you find yourself still hungry towards the end of the day, then instead of eating six ounces of rice for lunch, eat four ounces of rice for lunch. Instead of having 100 grams of oatmeal, have 80 grams of oatmeal. Boom, now I just saved myself two to 300 calories. And now when it's the end of the night, I have two to 300 calories still to eat. And I could have protein ice cream. I could have sugar-free Jello. Maybe you want to have a protein waffle. There's so many different options you could have when you save some extra calories and save some room and give yourself some cushion. Or maybe you get to the end of the day and you're like, I'm good. I don't need to eat. And boom, you just hit a little extra calorie deficit. Cool. Give yourself cushion and room to eat something late at night and find the lower calorie alternatives that fit to your macros that you can eat at night. Boom. This is called flexible dieting. This is how we approach this. So you don't have a sweet tooth problem. You just have a systems problem. You don't prioritize and you don't systematize. You're eating in a way that is productive and that is going to be um, help you as you get later in the day. All right. So all you have to do is just switch up your meals. It's that simple. All right. I hope something landed for you in this podcast episode. If the night times are your biggest struggle, then you need to rearrange your eating and your macros to best suit that nighttime eating. It's not a matter of self-control or resistance, but it's actually a matter of putting things in place for you to succeed on a daily and regular basis. All right. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. If you got any value, share this episode on your story and I will post you back to my story. All right, guys, have the best day of your entire life and I'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.